This is Healers Helping Healers radio show. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Welcome, welcome to the show. This is Kira Schaefer. I am, what am I? I am your guide today to getting us into a positive place for this week. I, I really, I'm putting this out to Facebook right now to talk to my amazing healers that are out there. I've decided to do this prompt to call in show. Um, and if you have a message that you're wanting to get out to the world and maybe you've been kind of stuck in it and you're like, okay, I don't know how to get started. I don't know what to do, whatever. I just want you to know I'm making this, I'm giving you this opportunity right now to do that. And so if no one calls in, that's totally fine. But if a lot of you call in, that's great too. I'm just kind of in this place where I've decided that I'm not going to let anything stop this flow of creative energy because it's really, really important uh, for us to get our messages out there now more than ever. Not for any political reason or anything like that, but just because we really need to get this heard. Now, I'm the director of Holistic Speakers Guild, and I am um, calling on the healers of the world to raise their voices with me to help to shift mass consciousness to a level of such grace that we're able to create a, a positive, freeing, loving, peaceful experience for everyone in the world. And so if you have just one or two things to say, or maybe you have a whole book that you've written specifically on this, I don't know, whatever it is, I don't care. Just let's all talk about it. And it's so fast. And I just did this out of nowhere. So if, you know, spirit is all of a sudden guiding you to that Facebook post, or you're listening to it right now live, call in, please call in. It's 516-387-1476. Again, 516-387-1476. And that is going to, uh, I'm going to see you come up on the screen, and I will go ahead and unmute your line so that you can tell the world what you've been wanting to say. Maybe it's all positive. Maybe there's some negativity in it. Maybe, well, I don't care. It doesn't matter. We're all growing. We're all creating. We're all allowing. We're all uh, enjoying the process of, uh, experiencing this life in new and incredible ways. So again, I'm just kind of putting it out there all to my Facebook folks and even others that are just listening in. And I'm putting it out there to the guild right now to make sure that um, that you guys know that you are important and what you have to say is important and valuable. So while we're waiting for other folks to come in, I'm going to do a little bit of uh, reading from the Dow. And we're just going to start with verse one, you know, because why not? We'll just start start from the top. <laughs> so the Tao, so the first verse, the Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. The name that can be named is not the eternal name. The Tao is both named and nameless. As nameless as it is the origin of all things. As named, it is the mother of 10,000 things. Ever desireless. One can see the mystery, ever desiring. One sees only the manifestations, and the mystery itself is the doorway to all understanding. 
And I kind of can break that down to there's no way to encapsulate the experience of spirit. You know, there's no way to encapsulate. There's no way to hold it in a box. And as people, we tend to want to do that. You know, we want to make sure that it's manageable in our consciousness because really our consciousness is limited in a way because we are bound to these physical bodies in this physical world and in this illusion. And it's so interesting that, that a word like infinite, right? Infinite. Uh, it's, it's not even, we can't even experience infinite, right? I remember being in school when I was a kid and learning about mathematics and, and, uh, and they would say it was an infinite line when you pointed the arrow in one direction and you stopped it at one point and pointed the arrow at the other. And it said it's infinite. And I remember thinking, you know, how that, for some reason my brain went to seeing that line going on and on and on and on or wrapping around the room or, you know, and, and I just, I remember thinking how uncontrollably amazing that was, but yet I could still not touch it. I couldn't experience it. I couldn't know exactly what it was or what needed to happen with it. And, 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 and what was it that did will would could potentially stop it? And there was nothing except for maybe another plotted point. And it just seems so interesting to me and so outside of my understanding. So when we look at something like the Tao, which is just that um, infinite place, you know, to be able to take a moment and step back and go, wow, it's kind of like looking at the Grand Canyon. You know, and you, you first you look at it and you're like, that seems like a picture. You know, it seems like a picture. It's almost hard to 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 pull into your awareness in a way that helps you to expand completely into it uh, because there's a limitation. But if you see a bird or a hawk or eagle or whatever fly into the Grand Canyon, then it's like, whoa, wow, we need a point of reference to, to help us truly understand the expansiveness of this creative and powerful energy that we cannot hold on to with both hands. And so when we're taking a look at these kinds of concepts, we, we almost have to see that contrast in our experience to truly understand the infinite, right? We almost have to, and Abraham talks about this a lot. It's, it's, we have to experience the contrast in order to be able to understand that infinite nature, which is the empowerment of all creation. And when we take a step back and truly make ourselves experience it in that way, instead of going, wait a minute, I'm just limited by this particular experience or this bad thing that's happened to me or all these bad things that are happening to me or whatever it might be. Instead, we really need to take a step back and look at, oh, my gosh, look at what I'm focused on. You know, I'm, I'm not seeing the forest for the trees, right? I'm not seeing that, that deep wellspring of creative energy moving through my life and my experience in every single moment. I'm not, I'm not experiencing the fullness of that because I am so stuck in what I can't see. And so, I don't know. I think that it's really kind of an interesting thing, uh, 
this is the other part that I take from that, you know, um, so the Tao has no meaning of its own, right? So I just think of, of it as, as we have no power of our own or on our own to say that, you know, nothing comes to us. We don't, we don't live in a vacuum. There's nothing that comes to us um, that isn't the right thing for us. But also, too, as a healer and as you are healers, there's nothing that you experience where uh, in, in, in all the, the mighty experiences that you have as healers, there's nothing that you experience that you could call your own. Because at minimum, it's a co-creative experience, but getting to be a part of someone's transition, someone's life, someone's experience where they are, are, are looking so deeply at their contrast, and then you show them, you show them that there is a difference. You are that eagle, right, in that Grand Canyon, showing them the vastness of their, their life, showing them the truth of what's really there. It's not just a picture. It's not a two-dimensional object. It is a deep, 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 deep wellspring. It's a deep understanding of, of so many things. It's not just one thing. It's all things. So as I go on and on about that, <laughs> um, this is something that Wayne Dyer said as well. I choose to enjoy living the great mystery, the Tao that can be named is not the Tao, right? So I enjoy the mystery. I enjoy the possibilities. I enjoy the creative flow. And in the meantime, I'm going to continue to be grateful for the things that I'm experiencing, the things that I have, the things that I want more and more of. Let's see. So second verse. Under heaven, all can see beauty as beauty, only because there is ugliness. All can know good as good only because there is evil. Being and non-being produce each other. The difficult is born in the easy. Long is defined by short, the high by the low, before and after go along with each other. Cause and effect, right? So the sage lives openly with apparent duality and paradoxical unity. The sage can act without effort and teach without words. Nurturing things without possessing them, he works, but not for rewards. He competes, but not for results. When the work is done, it is forgotten. That is why it lasts forever. Now, so, so I, I, it, this took me a little while to wrap my consciousness around <laughs> because I was like, the difficult is born in the easy. And that was taking me a minute. So we're thinking about the opposites that cause each other. And this is the thing that I kind of pulled out. So one is without the duality, we can't see the contrast, you know, and so we can't see the experience that we're truly having because we're so focused on what isn't there or what should be there or what could be there. So as we're kind of moving through this duality, it's accepting the duality as it is, recognizing that if it wasn't for the difficult, we wouldn't know what easy was. We wouldn't know uh, that 
there was something uh, there was something inside of us longing for more, right? Because there is something inside of you longing for more right now. There might be something, some situation, some experience, whatever that you're wanting that you're longing for, but you wouldn't know that you needed it if it wasn't happening in a, a contrasting way. So as you take this moment to just breathe into any difficulties, any challenges, any upsets in your experience right now, just know that your desire for something more comes from that something less, okay? Now, if we get all crazy with it, we can go into, yes, but why do we want that something more? You know, truly, do we want something more because it's something our ego wants for us? You know, is it money, fame, power, pleasure, fortune, how, whatever? You know, is it the ego that's striving and pushing? Or is it something that just feels so good and so in alignment that you could have it or not and still be completely content and happy? You know, is it something that is there that you are just saying, okay, I'm excited, I'm interested, I'm, I'm learning, I'm developing, I'm growing. Uh, God put me where you want me. I'm going to be there anyway. You know, so let it be fun. Let it be easy. Let it be effortless. I love this one. This one was really hard for me, too, and I'm still wrapping my mind around it as well. Um, the sage can act without effort. Okay, so it's like the blowing in the wind kind of thing, you know, it's like a tree blows, you know, leaves blow, there's no effort to it, it allows the wind to carry it, right, it just allows the impulse of the creative and divine energy that's already there to move it, instead of pushing against it and saying, oh, no, you know, I need to be XYZ, I need to be forcing, I need to be, I need to be doing something different. You know, I need to be someone different. And I've often had clients come to me and they're like, just make me be different. Just fix me. And the first thing I say to them is that you do not need to be fixed. The question is, why is that there in the first place? What is it you're afraid of? What is it that you have such a strong belief in the contrast of that that makes you believe that where you're at isn't exactly where you're supposed to be? Because as you and I no, you are, you are, and I am a creative force of energy. That's, that's, that's a part of, that's a part of us, you know, and it helps us know when we are syncing up with that divine power and when we are in, in uh, a misalignment with it. And so as you are experiencing, connecting, learning, developing, growing, you are in that positive and powerful, amazing place that you need to be. And so as I really just take a look here, I want to make sure that I'm all refreshed on my Facebook group, make sure nobody's asking any questions here. Uh, let's see, let's see. Da, da, da. Yeah, let's see what I got here. Um, so no matter what, we're going to continue on here. So the opposites cause each other. So something could be extremely easy. And then there's this thought of why is this so easy? And then all of a sudden something gets hard. <laughs> you know, I've often found that um, when things are going really, really well, I'll create some contrast uh, just so I can figure something out, <laughs> just so I can have something to do. And the sage doesn't do that. The sage just allows the next thing to come to it without involving its mind in what it should or shouldn't be doing. 
so let's see. Um, so I, I was like, okay, so, so what is, how does this work? When the work is done, it is forgotten. That is why it lasts forever. When the work is done, it's forgotten. Okay. So if I do something, let's say, let's say I, let's say I did something. I don't know what, whatever it is. Um, you know, I helped a friend. Let's say I helped a friend. And we'll do a one that everyone knows what this is like. You know, I help a friend move. <laughs> right? No one likes to help anybody move. We don't like to move because we are creatures of habit for the most part. Most of us are. So let's say I help a friend move. And um, it's just the work. I'm just there. I'm showing up. I'm being in that place. Well, once the work is done, it's forgotten. So the sage forgets it. You know, the, the people may, may even forget it. But it's forgotten, which means I'm not going to stay in behavior over whether that person will help me, will, um, will say thank you, will still love me. Um, as a matter of fact, even doing the work in and of itself, you know, did I do the work in order to get the praise? You know, it's that he works but not for a reward kind of thing. So it, what is it? You know, what is it really? What's really going on? Because if it can't be easily forgotten, then either the work worker or the one that's asking for the work or the work that needed to be done, it was in some type of behavior. So we want to work through that in our, of ourselves. But that is why it lasts forever. So as long as that work, that work that we've done, you know, I, I can tell you, I can tell you, you know, there is so much I've forgotten about the work that I've done, you know, and I'm sure you guys can relate to that too. You know, it's, you may have seen a hundred people, a thousand people, several thousand people, a million people, right, where you have contributed to their lives in a way that helped them to transition into an experience where, you know, as you are unattached, right, and as you remember that we have no power of our own, that you got to witness, you know, you really got to witness, yes, you said the right things, yes, you did the right things, yes, you brought the right energy, yes, it was perfect timing, you know, whatever it was, sure, you did the work, but then it's forgotten. And that is why it lasts forever. It lasts forever because there's no continual poking at the wound. There's no uh, scratching at the bandages. It's, it's healed. And it's meant to be forgotten. As long as there's nothing else in there for you, it will be forgotten. And it's okay because it lasts forever. And the reason why it lasts forever, in my mind, is because there is a ripple effect. And that ripple effect lasts through centuries. And it goes back in time through centuries and maybe even longer. So as you consider this particular verse, you know, under heaven, all can see beauty as and you know we can see the beauty of things we can see the grand canyon not because a bird is ugly <laughs> but then it flies through it. no not because of that but we can see the contrast and as we recognize it we move through it um, because that perceived good versus bad thing we can't know one without the contrast of the other either way so then what does that make us really really realize I believe that it makes us realize that there is no good and that there is no bad. Um, I've talked to people 
in the past and and just recently. You know, I mean, we look at a lot of different things happening in our experience in the world, and and we we want it to be a yeah us versus them. We want uh, we want to see how bad something is in order to make something better. But the truth is, if you were to step outside of it completely, let your heart be full of forgiveness and forget. You know, I know. I know that there is a concept in many religions and all, all, I mean, Buddhist, everything, you know, that says, that says I can forgive, but I can't forget. Well, guess what? If we don't forget, if we don't, then we are destined to recreate it. And the reason why is because stuck in our craw, stuck in our energetic craw, as Abraham would say, stuck in our energetic craw is the signature of energy that says, I can't forget it. Therefore, it must return so that I can learn to forget, right? I can learn to forget that flaw, that difficulty, or just accept it for exactly what it is. It's a tool to help us experience the beauty of our life. There was a, a pillow that my grandma had on her couch that said, when the day is done, be done with it. And I remember looking at that pillow, and it always took me such a long time to understand what that really meant. And I think you guys know for sure. It's just, I I remember, I, I if, if I remember the day before, I'm destined to recreate it. And this is actually a scientific thing in our subconscious mind. And it's, that we live in this thermometer experience where whatever the thermostat was set at yesterday, we're going to set it at today. And the reason why we set it at that temperature today was because nothing really, really bad happened yesterday. Nothing really, really, really awful happened yesterday, you know? And so as long as I didn't die, if it was a pretty okay day, I'm going to pretty much do the same thing the next day. I'm going to pretty much have the same level of anxiety pretty much have the same level of pain. I'm going to pretty much have the same level of difficulty. I'm still going to have pretty much the same level of, of challenge. I'm still going to pretty much have today what I had yesterday. But see, this is the thing. If the day is done, be done with it. Then you get to have a brand new day today. You get to have a brand new day tomorrow. You can have any experience that you want. And I know that sounds so loaded, doesn't it? It sounds so loaded. It's like, Kira, come on, give me a break, lady. You know, don't tell me I can change my life in a day. I'm going to tell you you can change your life in, in several seconds, okay? And I know that because I experienced such severe contrast in my life. I had an ex-fiance who uh, physically assaulted me. And, um, and, and, and as I've looked on it and, and reclaimed my power from it, if that had not happened, and I remember praying that day uh, because I knew I had to change my life and I didn't know how to do it. And I asked God, I said, please help me, help me change, help me change my life, help me change my experience, please. And instead of, you know, him just saying, okay, we'll go ahead and do that. <laughs> I dare you. You know, <laughs> God didn't do that for me. No, God sent me an angel who beat me about the head and body and on the ground and kicking me in the head. And this is not, I'm not telling you this to get any kind of reaction. I'm really not. I'm telling you this because that angel changed my life. 
because I woke up on that porch and I said, I have to be different. This has to change. It was my satori. It was my awakening. It was my moment of reclaiming my power to say, wait a minute. You know, and other people have said other things. I had to walk in and turn into an angel. I don't know. I don't think any of that necessarily. I just think that in that moment, I had a choice. And my choice was to live or to die. And every healer that's listening to this right now, you have had some kind of satori. You've had some kind of awakening. You've had some kind of awareness that said, oh, my gosh, if I don't do this, if I don't change this, if I don't create a better experience for myself, I am going to leave this world with my music still in me, and I will not have contributed anything that I wanted. And when I woke up on that porch, I realized, that my choice had to be one for the betterment of the world or I was going to be useless. And ever since then, that is what I've been doing. I had to get healed. I had to heal myself before I could heal a bunch of other people. And I have stayed consistent with that promise every day since then. Can I say that I've had lazy days? For sure. Absolutely. You know, can I say that I've always been a good person? No, I have not been a good person every single day. <laughs> I have been rude and mean and ugly and, and testy and angry and, and, and I've hurt people that I loved and I've said the wrong things and done the wrong things. And I've, of course, because I'm human and I'm allowing myself to be human. And I'm allowing myself to be flawed and other people have a contingency around, oh, flawed is not the right word. No, I'm flawed. I'm flawed and I'm happily flawed and I'm blessed to be flawed and I love being flawed and I love that you're flawed and I love that we're coming out of that and we're learning from it and we're developing it. We're growing, we're experiencing. And I wish there was more people on this call right now because I would let you speak your, your mission, your message, your words, because I am going to do this more consistently because it is really, really important that I hear from you too, that the world hears from you. And that's what Holistic Speakers Guild is all about. It is about getting your message to the world because you have had your satori, you've had your awakening, you've had your enlightenment, and now it's time to bring your message out there. And I want to make it as easy as possible for healers to do that. I mean, we have a guild membership. It is $4.44 a month to help you with every single thing you need to do in order to bring that message to the world in an easy and effortless way. And I'm going to tell you, if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, well, God's going to tell me when that's going to happen. I'm going to tell you, I am talking. I am talking. You're listening. You've got it. It's in there. It's for you. It's you. It's you. And if you don't do it in this way through um, Holistic Speakers Guild, if you don't do it through that way, please do it somewhere because this message is for you today. Okay, you understand the contrast, you understand the opposites, you understand the illusion. We are not going to play in the illusion uh, to a level that is going to take us out of ourselves. We've already done that. It doesn't work. So now we are using the true principles, the beliefs, the understandings, the understandings, the ideals, the, the relationships that we have with our divine source to hook up in a way that will create massive change on a massive scale. And I'm telling you right now, this is the divine purpose put in me and that was put in me on that porch. And I am certain of it. I'm 100% positive of it. And you know what? Some people will agree. Some people won't. It doesn't matter to me because I'm going to keep pulling 
toward my direction and I'm going to keep on allowing that direction to come to me. You know, so as we look at these verses in the Tao, as we experience our life in new and creative, empowered ways, we are understanding who we are at deeper and deeper levels. And just because you're a healer does not mean you stop growing, you stop developing, you stop understanding the experience of God and light and love. It just doesn't work that way. You know, this is Healers Helping Healers. And please go over to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash healers help, because uh, ask to join there because I'm telling you, we have a whole, we have over 500 healers in that group that are dedicated to creating a vast um, consciousness shift. And we do so many fun things and games and stuff like that too. Also to go out to www.holisticspeakersguild.com and go out there and just take a look around because there are some really cool resources out there that are for free, you know, and I'm always trying to get, uh, free things to people to help them to develop their life. So let me know about you. I'm Kira Schaefer, and um, I've worked with thousands of people, and because I've been so dedicated to the message that was put into my heart on that porch, on that very, very cold uh, day uh, in the fall in Richmond, and I'm going to tell you, you've got those two. And I want to help you with that message. I want to help you get that out there into this world. So we're going to do these calls more. And I hope that you tune in. I hope that you come and speak your message because it cannot stay stuck in there anymore. It really can't. I believe in you. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. I hope that you have a fantastic afternoon, day, life experience. You are so creative. You are so powerful. And you have got this. Take care. This is Healers Helping Healers radio show. Thanks for listening.